Hello, everyone. It's your favorite homeboy, Zach Iconic Thomas. Welcome into So Far, So Hood, the place for those who are misunderstood, baby. This is your home. Kick your feet up. Let's talk about some things and let's spill some tea. What is that? The season finale? The season finale? Yep, 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 we have made it. If you have listened to this whole season, let me tell you something. You deserve the best in life, and I love you so much. If you listen to all 12 of these episodes, because it takes time. Listening to a podcast takes time. You have to sit down, make time. It can be a very lengthy process because it's not like watching a TikTok. Like you actually have to devote your time to listening to that person. So thank you so much. Thank you. 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 But we have made it in this episode. We clapping. We just clapping. This is a clapping episode because the applause is what needs to be given because we need to give these girls the applause. Summer Walker and Adele. That's what this episode is about. And then we have Nikki. Who <laughs> I love Nikki. Nikki is just doing things on the internet before she drops her music and has her moment. So we're gonna talk about Nikki too, because I love Nikki. Like I'm always gonna talk about Nikki when I get the opportunity to. And then we're gonna end off with some political news because this is the season finale. You really thought I was gonna leave you with a cliffhanger on what the hell is going on with this bipartisan infrastructure deal and Joe Biden's economic agenda? Because you know I'm a nerd and you know I'm gonna update you on what the hell's going on with this debt ceiling and the motherfucking government shutdown that even though it's been solved, it can still be a very strenuous problem. So yeah, we have a lot to talk about in the weekly run-up. Hold on. Child, did I introduce myself? If I did, I'm going to do it again. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I'm your host, Zach Iconic Thomas. You can follow me at Zach underscore Iconic underscore Thomas. And you can follow the show Instagram at So Far So Hood Show. And be sure to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts because that helps us with the algorithm. And our topic for the day is going to be recapping the season and some of the things that we discussed because we talked about a lot of life lessons and things dealing with self-growth. So we're going to recap everything and also get back to the root of why I started this podcast and how to move forward into season two, because season two is going to be the motherfucking tea. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And then, of course, we have Zach Excellence at the end. So, yeah, get your slides on. Oh, almost dropped my damn phone. Get your slides on because we're not really running because this is the season finale. My knees hurt. My knees, we've been running all season. My knees hurt. So get your slides on. We're going to do like, we're going to do a jog, okay? It's still going to be the weekly run up, but we, we, not even a jog. We're just going to walk, okay? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Adele, 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 Adele. Adele? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Let me... I will fall off this rolling chair. Let me get into some stuff about Adele. Everyone knows Adele is the international superstar of the pop industry. Like, what what else? This woman can sell millions of albums in one week. 
And that's insane. That is completely insane. And she's back. It feels like it's not real life because it's been five or six years since she has dropped music. And the fact that we have a new Adele song and video, I still cannot comprehend. It's been less than 24 hours since I've heard the track and seen the video. I can't. I'm not, it hasn't settled in yet. You know, when something is still unfolding in your mind and you're, and then like, eventually you're like, okay, this is actually for real. But right now I really feel like this is a dream because Adele, this girl does not get on the internet. She doesn't get on the internet and to see her on live and stuff and like just doing press and being back is so good. It's so good. It's, it's Sad Girl Autumn. Sad Girl Autumn has officially started, and I'm here for it. So let's talk about Easy On Me. Let's discuss Easy On Me. Now, Adele... <laughs> Adele put her whole elbow in this song. Adele put her whole elbow in this song. She knows she did. She knows she did. I have not heard anyone sing like this in a while. You know... She gave me goosebumps on my face. I never experienced that. How you give me goosebumps on my face and on my legs? Because, girl, the way she sings, oh, it's deadly. It is so deadly. And the thing about Adele music that's so different from other ballads is she has this enticing just presence when she is just singing. And it, it just immediately hooks you in. It doesn't matter what else is going on in the song because just Adele alone, whatever she touches, turns to gold. Adele has that Midas touch, okay? And easy on me, the lyrics, the vocals, it's crack. <laughs> it's crack. It's crack. It's crack. It's crack. I have been having it on replay. These lyrics, let me... Let me get into the the depth of the song because when I tell you I relate to a lot of what she's saying, and that's why Adele just gets her music gets gets eaten up, okay? Because she does something so unique to where she she writes a song and she's able to capture what so many different people of different backgrounds are feeling. And she can write it all into one song and have all these people who've been through all these different things being like, girl, I can relate. And when I tell you I relate to Adele, oh, because these niggas, <laughs> these niggas, ooh, 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 Adele. Yeah, go, y'all need to go easy on me. That's, that's exactly how I feel. Go easy on me. Because let me motherfucking tell you something. Some of these niggas, ooh, 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 me and you both know. And it's the same way, no matter if it's a homosexual relationship, a heterosexual relationship. There just needs to be more time to where people give each other grace and patience and understanding and realizing that a lot of things are not that deep. A lot of things are not that deep. And Adele music, she she writes it, especially when she does an album to where she will go through something capture it in a song and then immediately the whole situation, your perspective of it can change. Just because you heard an Adele song 
in the video cinematic history all right where's the oscar is that what it is is that is that for the movies or is that the emmys no emmys is for shows it's not a grammy tony yeah the damn oscars get her an oscar all right you know she's gonna get the views too you know adele's gonna come through with the views as of now 15 hours after the video has been released she already has 25 million views like are you fucking kidding me are you kidding me go on go on adele uh, i ain't i can't get my words the next album is going to be titled 30 and it's going to be a smash it's going to be a smash i cannot wait to listen to it and bop it all the way to the motherfucking top now when i mention these niggas let's really talk about it let's really talk about it because it's time for summer walker let me pull up my let me pull up my share Summer Walker? Oh, Summer Walker made me want to have an attitude. You know when you just hear songs and it just makes you want to have an attitude, just walk around with that demeanor? That's Summer Walker for me. I love her music in this song. X for a Reason featuring JT. So many people are saying they don't like it. What do you mean? What y'all mean? What y'all mean? This song is amazing. This song, maybe I'm crazy. No. Psych. This song is amazing. All right. This song is amazing. Summer Walker. I've been waiting for Summer Walker music for so long because Summer Walker does something for me to where she just makes you feel confident in the fact that everyone goes through bullshit with someone and things can be tough. But you can capture that experience in music similar to what Adele does. But Summer Walker, she really gives me that. That personal, intimate, one-on-one, just feminine black magic in her music. To where I'm like, girl, yes, we here. We here. We here. Summer Walker, let me talk about you. Let me talk about you. To your face. (laughs) To your face. Because we all know that Summer Walker listens to So Far So Hood. And y'all, people are wrong. People are like... Oh, JT was only on the song because <laughs> Summer Walker not about to have Carisha on the on the song trying to find the beat. Uh, please, the agony in the pain. <laughs> Listen, dude, they not about to have Carisha on the song trying to find the beat. Oh shit! Ooh, ooh. this world we live in. But JT's part was so good. I, I love it. I love the song. It's really about just the, that the next person you with, if they ever do something to where they they even give a thought about a former person they were with, they that nigga they. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still laughing about the Carisha thing. People be having me so weak, but for real, people are exes for a reason. All right, people are exes for a reason, and that's the root of the song. And Summer Walker. Let me go give me some gum so I can go pop and have an attitude for the day. And JT, she skated. She skated. I love it. People need to stop hating on the song, all right? Damn. And her album's going to be be out in November. So, also, Taylor Swift is releasing Red, Taylor's version, in November. So, ooh, ooh, it's going to be a sad girl. Autumn, ooh, ooh. Oh, it's time for everybody to act like they're going through a breakup. If you're not going through a breakup, you are. You're going through a breakup for these three albums, Summer Walker, Adele, and Taylor Swift. Come on now. 
Come on now. Don't be happy during this time. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But yeah, it's very fucking exciting. I've been waiting for music to pop off like this all year. So yeah, we here. We good. Now, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki Minaj. <laughs> Nikki Minaj is one of my favorite people of all time. And let me tell you why. Nikki has been active online. And every single time Nikki is active online, it's just as fun because she speaks on things. And she doesn't give a fuck. And it's very inspiring. I love that woman. It's because when you're a Sagittarius, you just, that's the mood. That's what the mood is. Now, Nikki has been through some things this year. And she still manages to be that bitch. And that's what it's all about. All right. That's what it's all about. Now, she got me, she got me kicking and laughing because Nikki. (laughs) So, a little. Little Mix and The Boys Song. You know, The Boys Song released by Jesse. We talked about it last week, I believe. So the song went number one in multiple countries on iTunes. Apparently, Little Mix unfollowed Jesse and Leanne from Little Mix. Something with some screenshots. I didn't look into I don't look into stuff like that really no more because the details, it's easy to get misconstrued, but something about some screenshots and Jesse is being accused of blackface. Not blackface, Lord. I'm thinking about the... <laughs> I'm thinking about the last episode. Blackfishing. Blackfishing. She's been accused of blackfishing. And, you know, Nikki has been on the... On the defense calling out the... The inconsistencies of... The... Just the way people hold different women accountable... And different people accountable in general in the timing of things. And Nikki just, she always speaks to what she believes is true and right instead of what people deem as popular or as acceptable. Both sides can be very understandable in the story because it's, it's like, duh, there's elements of black culture in boys, the boys' song, the boys' music video. And but it's like at this point, that's what everything is. Like that when I talked about black music is pop music, pop music is black music. It's like everything is from black people. But it's it's the the amount of influence that you that you use, especially when you're releasing your own song, that some people can be like, whoa. You are you sure you a white woman? Are you sure? But I completely understand. And then Nikki saying, "Well, hold up." Leanne's commenting under all these other pictures of these dark skin, tan ish, whatever you want to say, white women who are not really quote unquote white presenting. I guess you can say. And like Nikki posted about it. Is saying, if you were in a band with her for 10 years, why would you just not be saying something? And it's understandable because it's like, there's so many things that go on behind the scenes to where you don't know the full story. But my personal opinion, I don't, I don't see what Jesse is doing as black fishing. Cause that's when you put a label on something like that, like when you slap, a label on something as 
innocent as a music video. It's it's weird because you can't say that about that one artist, but then all these other things that are influenced by black culture very heavily just is not picked up. So it's like some it's as if seeds are planted at certain times for Pacific artists where they're like, we're going to pick on this person for this specific reason, even though this has already been a problem, if that makes sense. And it's weird. It's weird. This industry is weird. And there's a lot of things that go on behind the curtains. And I don't like not knowing. I don't like that. I don't like that. And Nikki has also been going live with Santana. <laughs> like, if you don't know Santana by now, you need to know Santana. Saucy Santana. Nikki is funny as fuck, bruh. Nikki is funny as fuck. She <laughs> she got on with Santana. And she was like, um, you got beef with Roland Ray. And Santana was like, Nikki. <laughs> oh, Nika. <laughs> Nikki is just funny. She's just on live, just playing on the internet, just playing around, being happy, enjoying her life, doing her thing. And that's all you can ask of people. That's all you can do when people keep trying to come at you. So, yes, I love that. Now, let's quickly talk about this Biden agenda. And I'm going to give you a little wrap up about what's going on in your political news. So they managed to avoid reaching the debt ceiling because Mitch McConnell moved out the way. Because what the problem was, there's a process called the filibuster to where you need 60 votes. And when you're filibustering a vote on the debt ceiling, it makes it to where the 50 Democratic senators can't really do anything to raise it. And the debt ceiling is not increasing the debt. It's paying off prior bills that were formed from the Trump administration. So they're they're just paying off bills that Trump spent because of the tax cuts that he put in place in 2017. So that's all it is. It's a simple process. But now, you know, with everything being so polarized, it's become a political game. But they avoided the the debt ceiling being reached and it's been moved to December. So there's it's going to be a problem again in December because Mitch McConnell finally moved out the way. It stopped. I don't know what process they did, but he did not filibuster this shit. Thankfully, thankfully. But he's saying he's going to filibuster it next time. So who knows? Who knows? And also, they managed to avoid a government shutdown by putting in a piece of legislation, I believe, to just handle the problem. Because that's all that needs to be done. But once again, it's a temporary fix. And in December, we're going to have to face both these problems again. And as far as the bipartisan infrastructure deal and the Biden agenda, which is I'm going to refer to as the Build Back Better plan, that's the Big piece of legislation to where it covers child care, it covers lowering prescription drug prices, it talks about climate change, it's trying to get universal universal pre-K, universal community, not universal community college, community college for people who don't got that Mooney, all right? So that's going to be really good for education and society and just elder care and things that people need to be done, not people need to be done, ooh, <laughs> people need to be have done for them because these things are dire and like i said senator cinema and senator mansion 
are they're giving their opinion and you cannot control two senators all right because that's just not how the democratic party works and how the they they handle their politics because if there were republicans something would have been done to where they probably would have made sure their tires were popped or something by the time they got to the Senate office. But Democrats, they just don't roll like that. It's a democratic process. They have to work with Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema to get the Biden agenda, economic agenda, passed. And then once they get that passed, the House will pass the bipartisan infrastructure deal. And we all can be happy. And maybe we can make some progress so we can get on to voting rights. So yeah, that's your political wrap-up. That's the end of the weekly run-up. That shit was long. I told you we had a lot to talk about, sis. Dang. Damn. Stuff is always going on. But yeah, that was your last weekly run-up for the season. So let's get into this topic after this break. I'll be right back. We are back to talk about some motherfucking so far so hood things up in here because we have had an amazing season. Like I mentioned before, this podcast was not easy to make. All right. And it's still not easy to do these episodes. But as weeks have gone by, it's 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 come so natural to me. And I've always been one to speak my mind. Okay. Especially if you've known me for a long time, you know I've always been one to get online and say what I want and not, and just not care because it's like, um, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? But doing it this way and really having a different a format to express how I feel about so many different things and how I perceive things and how I view what growth can be in my perspective on things as a young gay black man it's it's so it's crazy because just thinking about the fact that generations ago someone like me cannot be doing this and we often take that for granted a lot of times like when we just do simple things like get on our phones or hang out with our friends or get on the internet and speak our mind or when we post a picture on Instagram, just simple things to where it's like, we're doing these things and people before us cannot do them at all. At all. Like sitting down, recording a podcast and being able to say what I want and promote it and put it out there for the world to hear. Let me just say one thing. That really blows my mind is so far so good has been streamed in 15 countries. Okay, that just saying that out loud is insane. It's crazy. I am a gay black man in college. 
I am young. I am only 19. And the, my opinion has been put out there and it's reached 15 different countries so far. And I'm just, I'm a, a regular degulous megalan nigga from the South. Okay. Like, I am not anyone who I carry myself well, but I'm not someone who has an extremely large, bigger than life platform. I just say what I say. And sometimes it takes off. Sometimes what you have to say, people don't like. Sometimes what you have to say, people are going to love it. But the good thing is, as long as you put your opinion out there, you've done something. You've done something. That's why I want to really reiterate the fact that if you want to do a podcast, make a podcast. There's room. There's literally so much room. It's like, what the fuck? When people, like, for instance, when you're younger and you're like, oh, I want to be famous. I want to be famous. And then older people are like, oh, I don't. They, they'll like, they'll play into it a little bit, but you can tell they don't see it as a serious aspiration. But it's time to change that and to start being optimistic about the fact that there's so much room for people to have platforms and to be their vision of famous because fame is not the same to everyone. And there's so much room for people to be successful. You have to want it, though. You have to want it. You have to want it. Because the, <laughs> the podcast didn't just come out my ass. Like, this took time. <laughs> this took a lot of time and planning. Because let me tell you something. You had to pick the name. You had to pick the picture. Not even pick the picture. I made the picture from scratch. Like, you have to decide what you want it to be. You have to structure your episodes. You have to outline your episodes every single week. In it shows in your work how deeply you care about some of these issues. So if you're just doing things just to be doing things or doing things for the wrong reason, or you put out a product and it's a, it's a shit product, what you're saying is not going to matter. It's not going to matter. That's why I really wanted this to be an a intimate one-on-one process to really show the fact that you can do things alone and it still be the shit. Could I have had anyone on this podcast this season? Yeah. Yeah. It is, I didn't have anyone on not to be any type of way, but I wanted the first season of the show to really be me leading by example to show people that you can really do it alone. Because there's so many podcasts where there's co-hosts, but they're referred to as solo cast. There's not really solo cast out there like this to where people, they get on there by themselves and they speak their mind because they always believe that two people make it a better experience. But I really wanted to show in this first season that you can do it by yourself. Get you a mic. Go start you a podcast if you want to. Because the same people who be hating be mad because they can't do it themselves. And that's the reason. That's the reason. And also... This season was really about me growing towards the end and then showing my strengths towards the beginning, if you notice that. Because, like, we started off with, now that's what I call independence, which was a very important episode for me at the time. Because being 
independent. Damn, stop blowing up my phone. Being independent and doing things as one individual, it could be strenuous, but the payoff is incredible. It's incredible because it just makes you that much more stronger, that much more stronger. And then the war on democracy, of course, like you, y'all know I love politics. I am a nerd. I am a nerd. Like I just love it. Going into the details of how our political systems work and how people are elected and how they have different views, how democracy is very messy and there's rules set in place that they can contradict one another or they can completely just not make any sense <laughs> at all. And there's just rules in there to where a lot of people, if they knew these things, I believe they'd be more motivated to get out there and vote and be involved in the political process. So that's why the war on democracy was a very important episode for me to do. Very important. Because I, I believe I know what I'm talking about. Once again, I'm very young. I, my first time voting was this last election. Now, I already know so much that I cannot wait to learn more and to continue to talk about more in season two because the politics is going to be heavy in season two because we're going to be inching closer towards the 2022 midterms and oh, here we go. Here we go. And then we have the power of prejudice, which that was a very amazing episode because it really is. It's like that first little sprout of what so far so hood was meant to be. It was meant to capture the fact that there's so much, so many obstacles in place for people who are different. So many obstacles in place. That's why, like I mentioned, me being here, being able to do a podcast. It's such a blessing. It's such a blessing because there's so many obstacles in place for people who are simply different. So I love the power of prejudice. That episode was amazing. And Color People Time, that one was epic. Epic, epic, epic. Because once again, the title game is strong. All right. The title game is strong on these episodes. I can I can title an episode like it's nothing. In the the fact that balancing your responsibilities also has something to do with the fact that if you're a black person or if you're a gay person, or if you're a minority in general, that comes into play because there's the minute details to where you have to be like, okay, I have to do things differently because I, I know it's going to be harder for me. Like if you have a big, big goal you want to do, you have to do time management in a different way from another person because you know it's going to be harder on you to accomplish that dream. So I love that episode. And then pop music is black music. Let me, let me think before I say this. Yeah, that's my favorite episode of the season. Pop music is black music. That's also one of the more, the higher streamed episodes because it's so, like I said, universal Universe, the universal language is music. It really is music. Like you can listen to music in a different language and still bop out to it and not even know what the person is singing about. Because music is a universal language and it also could be a cultural connection. 
And it was important for people to know that black people had so much influence, baby, on music. And they still do. And they always will. So, yeah, that was my favorite episode. Definitely. Yeah. What else? The need to lead. Once again, speaking on things that need to be done so that our future can be good. That was the root. We, we had to put in place the, the determination now in ourselves so that when we're older, we're already ready. And we're ready now. People just have to believe that they're ready now to lead and to be leaders. And the Q&A was amazing. I love doing the Q&A, ask, answering questions and opening up more because it's hard for me to open up after everything I've been through because you say one thing and then heavenly no, no, not right now. No, uh-uh, no. Shh. Like I was saying, you say one thing and then people turn it into something else and then people can make up things about you that are completely not true. So over the years healing and growing from that and realizing that people will always hate on you just because they will always have something to say. I love opening up more and giving more details about what I have going on in my personal life. But a lot of hoes be slithering in the grass. So you always have to watch out. Right? You got to watch out. And the night at the Met Galas and the VMAs, oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. And then that was awesome about how no matter how behind you are in life, you can you can get ahead and catch up. That was the topic of that episode. And then we all, we, we ate up the, <laughs> some of these looks at the Met Gallo. <laughs> I, I, I ate up some of them, but, you know, 2022, we're going to go harder. We're going to go harder, okay? We're going to go harder. But that was fun. Having both of them in the same week, that was really, really fun. Self-control, once again. That's when we're, we're towards the end of the season and we're moving more into the, the aspect of me growing and what I still struggle to do sometimes. And what I will, sometimes you just have to realize the fact that you're always going to struggle with something. But as long as you manage it well, it's not going to be a big deal. It's not going to be a big deal. Like some, You're always going to get thoughts of being doubtful or having moments to where you get emotional and you just you you make a mistake or you say something that's like, oh, I was just upset at the time. A lot of no, a lot of motherfuckers be saying what they mean when they mad though. A lot of them be saying what they mean, but there's also the aspect of just being human and the fact that sometimes you just you lose self control because we're not robots. We're not robots, but it's all about your intention to control yourself and your actions, and your thoughts. So once again, we move in into the next episode, which is moving past the past, which was probably my biggest... What's that word? What's that word? Obstacle, yeah. <laughs> my biggest obstacle of the year because it's so hard for me to move past things and to get to the next step because I'm always trying to analyze what just happened. Like I'm a very analytical, in-depth person. I like thinking about things and how they relate and not only why they happen, but what's going to happen after and what was the purpose of that event. So I've had to learn how to take that and flip it around on myself to learn that the past is not something you are supposed to soak in. 
even though you want to know every little detail about what happened and why it happened, how, when, where, it's not the best to soak in that. It's, it's best to learn from it, live in the present, and then prepare for your future and to not think about it so much. You can prepare, but just thinking about it over and over, ooh, child, it stresses me out. And then I did the blackface episode just because I wanted to make sure in this season that we discussed something that was a topic a lot of people didn't want to touch. Because, you know, like I said in the beginning, people be scared to talk about what they feel. They be scared. But I, I wanted to talk about it because people were like, oh, blackface. Like, I, you can, I think you can get shadow banned on some social sites for even mentioning it. So it was a, a very touchy topic, but there's some details to where a lot of people don't know the history of where that shit came from. And especially since it's Halloween season, it's some, they be trying it and they be trying it. And now we're here at the season finale, getting ready for season two. And season two will be out in November. Stay tuned on the Instagram account because I'll be giving you a specific date. But we'll be back in November. It was an amazing season. It was an amazing season. And getting ready for season two. Ooh. Ooh. ooh, 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 ooh. It's going to be great to take the, the root message of growth and representation. And then we're going to expand upon it and do different interpretations of what life is and what you can go through in life. and. How you can be human and mess up sometimes. It's not always a pretty straight line type journey. Sometimes there's pit stops. Sometimes you take steps backwards. Sometimes you fall off to the side. But as long as you are keeping your head straight and looking forward and moving to that next step, that's what it is. That's what it is. So thank you guys so much for an amazing season. That was our last topic. Now we're going to go into Zach Excellence, but you know we got to take this quick break because, child, I need some water. I need me some H2O. We'll be right on back. We are back with Zach Excellence of the Week, and this week we have Mr. Richie Torres, Representative Richie Torres, who represents New York's 15th Congressional District. Now, if you remember the first episode, we discussed Mondaire Jones and him being the first gay black representative of the United States Congress alongside Richie Torres, and I did say we will talk about Rishi Torres's fine self one episode. And this is that episode. Before the season ended, I had to talk about Representative Rishi Torres because him and Representative Mondaire Jones, they have such similar stories. It's, it's kind of crazy. The fact that they're both really young. Rishi Torres is 33. Mondaire Jones is 34. And they're both Representative 
of districts in New York. And they're both the first gay black men to be elected into the United States Congress. So it's it's really crazy. It's really crazy. But today we're talking about Rishi Torres and his accomplishments. So he started from public housing and was raised by a single mother, similar to my dear Jones, similar to me. So the story of the the trials and the tribulations that comes with just that alone and just wanting to make it in society. And Rishi Torres, he makes it a very prominent part of his platform that if it was not for public housing, public schools, public transit, that he would not be in the United States Congress today. So he really he's an advocate for social programs and helping poorer people. He's from the East Bronx, so he's a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker, and he was very afraid to come out because of homophobic homophobic violence, which is very sad. It's very saddening because it's so disgusting that older gay black men don't have the experience of coming out at a younger age because of how things were back then and how different things were they're steadily getting better and society is getting more accepting however around the time when representative torres and representative jones were growing up especially being in the black community it was not something that you you mentioned or discussed prior to being in the united states congress he was the Youngest person on the New York City Council. At only 25, he was on the New York City Council. And get this. This is something I really love about Representative Torres. Not only is he a beautiful figure. He's a very beautiful man. But on a serious note, he didn't graduate college. He left his sophomore year. He originally went to New York University. But due to the stress of everything in his sexuality and being a black man, he couldn't handle it at the time. However, he worked. He was in the right place at the right time with the right attitude. And he still has a seat in the United States Congress and he didn't finish college. So that tells you, even when you think that you can't do it, you can. You can. We have come to the conclusion of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. This is going to be a long one. This is going to be a long one, but it's the finale. You know, we got to end off with a bang. All right, a bang. Thank you so much for sticking with me throughout this time. We'll be back in November. We'll be back in November for season two, so don't worry. Don't worry. We'll be back. We'll be right on back. So be sure to follow me. Stay intact because I will be speaking. I'll be speaking. I'll be active. Follow me at Zach underscore Iconic underscore Thomas. And then follow the show. It's Grimace so far so his show. You know what it is. We'll be talking on there. And any questions, if you need me to cut somebody out, like, because child, don't let nobody mess with you while I'm gone. Don't let nobody mess with you. I didn't talk you stuff all season. And we've been talking all season. Don't let nobody try you. You better hit that email at so far so his show at gmail.com. You got any questions, any concerns? Anything you want to see next season, anybody you want to see next season, you can send it. Send it to me. I'll be back. So check in with me. 
next episode, which will be in November. Holy shit. To make sure your lives stay so far so hood. Thank you so much. Keep it easy and keep it breezy. It's been real and it's been good and it's been hood. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Oh my gosh. I have my own fucking podcast. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy town.